I love it. Okay. Yeah. And I, we was all chilling out there by the piers, me, the Trey, Roy, and everything like that. And uh, Trail. How about that? Trey was, was, was in New York? Yeah, the Trey yeah, was chilling, yeah. man. All right, okay. That's Sugar Mama. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, she, she gonna get you, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, Latreya cool. Yeah, she is. Yeah, that, that's a homie right there. Yeah, you know what? I didn't, didn't really know her all that much until we got in that uh, chat group uh, trail. Once we were in that, like, Facebook group chat thing. I know you're talking about. Yeah. But before that, like, I, I mean, I've seen pictures of her online. But uh, that's about it. At first, she was posting some stuff that I was just like, uh, but then, you know, I mean, really, a lot of times when you just talk to somebody, you really get a greater understanding of who they are and their temperament. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I definitely fucks with her because she definitely has a level head. So, right. And, and, that, and that kind of shit is the shit that I fucks with. Mm-hmm. Word up. And basically, like, you know, Roy being there, too. Like, you know, Roy, Roy keep coming back to New York, which is a good thing. Oh, yeah. Now, I know, like, Latreya and Roy, they, they like brother and sister. So, yeah, you know. And, and she's really cool because I, I had a conversation with her earlier um, this year. Oh, yeah. Because um, yeah, I wanted to time. share some stuff. On text and everything, we, we talk all the time. So, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? One, one other, while we're blowing up Latreya, <laughs> I I also appreciate, um, you know, she's got, I, look, I appreciate women with work ethic. I appreciate women that's out there just fucking getting it, doing a motherfucking thing. And, you know, she's really been at it with her craft. And, uh, you know, I can respect the fuck out of that. Real talk. Yeah. yeah. So I can definitely respect the hell out of that shit. Sorry, I'm I'm still sharing the live, sharing the live. But anywho, uh, so what? I mean, what else did y'all do besides go to the piers? Did y'all do anything else? Well, we try to go to Queens Pride, but yeah. we had our. I mean, like I said, I, I like like I said before, I think it was at um Jackson Heights. I really think it was in Jackson Heights, but oh, y'all couldn't find it. Yeah, we was like, yo, I'm like, man, listen, I'm like, yo, I'm done walking. Yeah. <laughs> Mike said, yo, let's go to the piers. Yup, let's go. <laughs> yeah, that, I'll be honest with you. That's why I thought we should have gone in the beginning because, like, you know, nobody had like a legit address for like where it was. So, right. I wish we did that from jump, but we was all right. But Troy and, and Roy got the um, full New York experience being on the train. Stuff. That's yeah. It's kind of like I said, out of town is like to talk. Or come to New York, let us see you walk. <laughs> You're gonna do a whole lot of walking in New York, that's for damn yeah, sure. Yeah. Whole lot of walking. So I remember uh yes, the first time I went out there was last year in October. And that's actually when I first met Trail in person. Yep. And uh, you know, Trail was a very, very good host. Very good host. Yeah, and uh, you know, we tried to get into something. Huh? Well, I, actually that that, that that was one of the first times we collabed. Yeah. Oh yeah, when I was out there in New York, we had uh yeah, yeah we did the talk, did the podcast. Yeah, as well. Yeah, you're right about that. A lot of things was open then. So, but, nah. 
But it was still a cool night. Like it was a it was yeah. a cool night. We 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 just yeah. did a whole lot of walking. Yeah, but, a whole lot of walking, and it's like I'm not gonna lie, I don't know how anybody in New York is overweight, cause y'all motherfuckers got to walk every goddamn place. Uh, <laughs> other cities, you just hop in a car and you gone wherever you need to go to. You hop in your car, you're driving, you ain't walking. You're not walking home with your groceries. You're not walk like. Wherever we, wherever we need to go to, we drive it. It's rare that we walk, and uh, especially in the South, we ain't got no public trans transportation infrastructure like that. Oh, trust me, I know. We got it twenty four hours here. Yeah, so y'all just ooh, it's different. So hey, everybody uh, coming into the stream, thanks for coming in. Um, you know. Please share this stream on your personal pages, share it in Facebook groups that you're a part of. Uh, you know, let's get the live viewership up and get some more people in here. Because, um, you know, we're talking about some shit today. Again, not choosing violence tonight, though. Not choosing violence. I don't know about so. that one. <laughs> not choosing violence. So, um, I guess we're gonna start. Let's start the show off right. Welcome everybody to the Men Like Us podcast, the podcast for men by men. This is a uh, a men's space, uh, ladies. We do appreciate you all watching and joining us for the live streams, joining us for the shows. But please do understand that this is a space for men. So you know when we have our conversations, we are going to speak in a way that's palatable to men not exactly women so um you know with that said I have to offer the ceremonial trigger warning you know trigger warning all day <laughs> trigger warning because we may say something that might trigger some ladies out there but just know that what we're saying is coming from a male perspective and you know you want to know what the fellas is thinking we'll tell you because we we're gonna tell that real motherfucking truth on this I'll show tell I'll tell we you. don't hide nothing so um, Real talk, but you know the purpose of this podcast is to reach men and provide conversation for men and help a lot of men understand themselves a lot better and just help us understand ourselves better. You know, I think a lot of times we learn stuff on this podcast as well. So um, we're just here sharing thoughts and ideas that you know could be helpful to some man out there struggling with this attraction. Um, you know, just trying to figure himself out. So. Um, yeah, this is this all of this shit here. It's for the fellas. Fellas, you come first on this show. So, uh, but with that said, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride. <laughs> happy, happy Pride, Pride Month. It is lit in the city right now, man. <laughs> and yes, Radley, you may enter the space. We enjoy <laughs> having you here every week. <laughs> um, yes, Pride Month is in full swing. Everybody's having their little parades and parties and all that stuff. Um, actually, here in Houston, they got delayed. They're doing a lot of stuff in August um, because they didn't want to take any chances with COVID. Obviously, okay. that's not the story. Every place, you know, other cities are going ahead as planned because June is the month. But, you know, uh, what's, what's happening out there in New York? What, what do y'all know uh, about Pride in New York? Mike? Nah, I mean, yeah, yeah, shit, shit's gonna be popping off the weekend of the twenty fourth. Um, there's gonna be 
the uh, parade or a march on the 27th, which is going to be the one I'm going to go to. Where is it at? Uh, it's going to be in Manhattan. In the city. Go through right. and go through the village. Yep. That's the one I can make it to because I actually have off on that day. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Weren't y'all talking about another uh, event? Like, well, you said tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow is Brooklyn Pride. Yep. Brooklyn Pride, okay. Yeah. Okay. Brooklyn Pride. Brooklyn. Next Sunday is, um, <laughs> next Sunday, I believe, is um, Bronx Pride. I won't be attending that. That's a little difficult. <laughs> um, <laughs> Then the, um, <laughs> Friday, the weekend, the week of Pride, it's Friday is the kickoff, the Pride kickoff. Everybody be out partying in the village all night long. That Saturday, mm-hmm. it's Harlem Pride. Oh, yeah, Harlem, Harlem has its own Pride. Okay. Yeah, Harlem, Harlem Pride. And then that Sunday, like Mike said, on the 27th, we'll be NYC Pride. Okay, so the whole, so all the neighborhoods had their Pride, and then the whole city. <laughs> One big old shebang bang. All right. <laughs> Nicole, uh, we don't we don't have t-shirts. Um we don't have t-shirts for the podcast. We've been thinking about, you know, mulling around the idea to have t-shirts for like, you know, transamorous and proud or something like that. You know, kind of uh, but you know, we haven't made anything for the show. Hasn't even been conceived of yet. Hold on um, one moment. I'll, I'll be right back. Hold on. Yeah. So hasn't even been conceived of yet. Um. So you know we'll see. <laughs> uh. Yeah. No. No merch yet, y'all. Everybody saying get t-shirts. Need that's merch. Good, that's, a, that's a good idea. Okay. All right. All I'm saying is if I'm if if we get the shit, somebody better be buying this shit. And whether it's for you or for your mans or for your trade or for the other niggas in your life, period, somebody need to be wearing this shit. The trade is not wearing it. <laughs> Ray gonna see that shit. He out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah, I ain't signed up for this. Give me some ass. That's it. I ain't signed up for it. <laughs> he out. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Ray gonna be like, yo, this is why I go to live. Right, that's it. Can't be DL wearing t-shirts. Yeah, what right. fuck is this? Come on, I'm not talking <laughs> like that. Thank you, dude. No, I'm not them. Oh Lord. Yeah, so um and and yes, uh sponsorship with Gilead is is in the works. It's in the works. So um Oh, how else are they gonna find you in the crowd? They want to find y'all in the crowd, y'all. So, <laughs> yes, Michaela, we know good damn well. Trade ain't wearing no shirts. <laughs> we just having fun. Let us live. No, <laughs> they gonna see me in the crowd. They gonna just see my outfit. I'm like, oh, I know him. That's it. There you go. Like everywhere else, they do. Well, shit. Uh, so. We get to the uh, main topic of the show. Not the main topic. We got a couple things to talk about tonight. So we're going to start off with, um, let me see this thing. Yes, we're going to start off with Pride. Happy Pride Month. So um, we're going to start off with Pride. 
And, uh, you know, yeah, there's a T-shirt. <laughs> guys have T-shirts, just not one related to this podcast specifically. But um, isn't that that's your design, isn't it? Yes, it is. All right. So, yeah, see, Mike got his own T-shirt line, made his own shirts. Um, so the question really, actually, I'm going to just so I was just sitting there. I don't know. I, I just sit and think. And um, and I'm just sitting there thinking to myself like, OK, it's Pride Month. But like as a trans amorous man, what the hell does that have to do with me? Like, should I be celebrating? Like, what should I be doing during this month? Like, what what is there in this month for me as a trans amorous man? I don't know what what I should be doing right now. Like, I know, you know, everybody shows up for parties and all that stuff and they're celebrating, but it's like, should I be posting like, hey, everybody, happy Pride Month? Like, I'm celebrating it as a part of the community, uh, you know, and all of this, I, I think something that's at the core of this, which is something that we talked about before, is really, you know, are trans amorous, trans attracted men um, on any level a part of the LGBTQIA plus community? Absolutely. And okay, well, you know, Mike believes <laughs> yes. Okay. And obviously, there's a difference of opinion so, because obviously, there's a Kim out there saying, well, you will never be a part of our community. This is just for us. And they really would like things to stay separate, mostly because they just have had a life of shit experiences with men. Which, you know, happens because there are a lot of shit men out there. So, fair enough. And those are also haters. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to call them that. But, you know, I just, I, I, I understand lived experiences and, and, and how people arrive to certain conclusions. And it is what it is. Like, I get that. But it's just like, okay, are we a part? Do we see ourselves? I, I guess it's it's less important of are we a part of the community? community, but do we see ourselves as a part of the community? And Mike, you're saying yes. Trail? I don't see us as part of the community. All right. So Trail doesn't see us as a part of the community in any way, shape, or form. Um, what I would say is um, I would say any any person, anybody who anybody who has a coming out story has a place in the LGBTQIA plus community. Somewhere, somehow, there's some nook and cranny somewhere for everyone who has had a coming out story. And, you know, while there may be some eyes rolling out there right now, please believe that trans amorous men, a lot of us have coming out stories. And I actually chronicled my own coming out story on this very channel on this very podcast you can go back and watch that i think it's called coming home for the holidays where i chronicled the entire ordeal emotional ordeal um that took place you know when i had the conversation with my mother and that didn't even count you know what was happening with my sisters and what you know where what what mental work they had to do to get themselves to a place where they were ready to say all right well you know what I love you, and that's all that matters. And all I care about is you being happy, whatever, whatever. Um, because you know, obviously, for while 
we as trans amorous men are going through a transformation. Our families are too, a lot of times. And our families and friends, like people are going, people are working through it mentally. Nobody just, you know, snaps. Oh, dang. At least for my family, nobody goes from being a hyper Christian holy roller to, oh, I'm totally accepting of this lifestyle. And, and this, and this woman that you want to bring over, I accept that too. And I, we're all good. Like, no, it takes time. It takes growth. And, you know, it can be pretty ugly. Uh, I didn't talk to my mom for three months after that, that first conversation. And, um, that we had zero communication for three months. Cause you know, I'm stubborn just saying like, nah, I'm just going to live in my truth and I ain't doing X, Y, and Z. Like I'm not, I'm not going to give an inch. I'm not going to budge. And, you know, sacrificing family relationships is worth it. If this is what I'm here to do, this is what I'm here for. I could take that one on the chin, you know, but I have faith. We would be able to come back and, you know, we are still rebuilding our relationship, but sorry to kind of take over the whole conversation with my one experience, but I have obviously talked to lots of other men and, you know, talk to guys, you know, help coach guys through it. You know, talk to them before the conversation, talk to them after the conversation, you know, try to figure out where their head is and all that stuff. Because the last thing I want is for a guy to feel alone and unsupported in these situations where he has to risk losing the favor or risk losing connection uh, with his family members. Because a lot of times, and I'm just going to speak for the black experience specifically, um, and no, I, I think this is larger society in general. Um, you know, a lot of people see guys or <laughs> men like us um, as as gay. So you're essentially coming out to your parents, telling them that you're gay at that point. And that's a coming out story. So anybody who has that 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 experience, I don't I don't know what letter, what sign. I don't know if it's a plus I a whatever. I don't know. But I'm just saying. I'm not here to definitively say which letter these, these this group of men should be in, but you should be in there somewhere if you have a coming out story. If you had, if you are alienated from your family, or you're losing personal relationships with lifelong friends, everything you know, uh, if it affects your your work, because I know some guys, you know, it really affected their work and the things that people at their jobs to say about them because of the girl, their girlfriend. Um, you know, it's. I'm just saying, like, guys, we're, we're on some level. I'm not. Now, this is not the trauma Olympics, so I don't want the comments and I want emails saying, "Well, we go through more and this, this, and that." And not what this is about. Yeah, no. This is just about acknowledging the male experience, and you know, in relation to, is there a place in this community for us? Because that's the central question when it comes to what should I be doing during Pride? Should I be celebrating? Should I be celebrating? <laughs> The, the, the way ahead, I, bro. Yeah, the way I see it is like we fall into the plus. We're not the B, we're not the G, we're not the T, we're not any of all that stuff. Like we fall into the area of the plus because if you do have a coming out story, you are part of the community. So even though we're not gay, we're not bisexual, we're not that, like we are trans amorous, but you're going to have people out there that are cis heteroconservatives they're going to look at us and be like, oh, you're no different from a gay guy or you're no different from a bisexual, stuff like that, because we see trans women as women, but 
they don't see trans women as women. You know, and there's a lot more cis hetero folks out there than there are trans amorous folks. You know, so we're trying to push forward within this society and try to get people to understand like where we're coming from and the way we think. But let's face it, you got a lot of people out there that are just just gonna stay dumb as fuck for the rest of their lives. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And um, you know, there's a lot of people that feel that way about many parts of uh, the community in general, but I, I will say, you know, I, I believe that, you know, we should be, I don't know. I would say like this, fellas, if you, if you, if you went through the fire and you came out on the other end, or if you're still struggling, if you're, you know, if you're a guy out there living in your truth, being open about, you know, who you love and, and the kind of person you are and the kind of people that you date, like if you have embraced yourself, um, you know, all parts of yourself in that way, um, I think there is something to, I think there is something to celebrate because, you know, you got to look back at the journey and celebrate that how far you've come in that way. And, and also, you know, celebrate the fact that, you know, you are living free. You are now no longer trapped by society's bullshit standards. You're not trapped by anyone's bullshit standards in terms of what you should do and who you should be. You know, the toxic bullshit of, well, a man should like this. A man should be this. Men don't do this. All of that bullshit, you, a lot of us have freed ourselves from it. So, you know, well, you're a straight man. You should be doing this. Straight people do it. Look, I am a straight man, but I, 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 I live by my own rules. Mm-hmm. I live by my, I don't live by your rules. I live by my rules because I live free. Yep. I'm a straight man that loves sex in the city. <laughs> Love that show. Uh, pleasure. Fucking hate that show. Mm. I know why you don't. You know, I used to, I'll say, go ahead, bro. Yeah, the only reason you like that show is because of the episode where that chick Samantha was giving that dude a hand job in the elevator. <laughs> Yo, oh, you know what I mean? Everybody always asks me that. Yo, Samantha, your favorite, right? I'm like, nah, Charlotte's my favorite. Oh shit. Okay. Is that <laughs> yeah. the lawyer? No. That's the, that's the redhead one, right? No, the redhead one's the lawyer. The Charlotte, the the, the housewife one. Right. The dark hair one, yeah. Right. Oh, okay. That's why I love her because she wanted a family. That's what she cared about was a family. So you know, once upon a time, in in, in one of my in one of my previous lives. I used to date a lot of cis white women and um, let's just say it was called uh, market research. Whatever it was, let's say it was called I did market research. So I watched the first season of sex in the city because back then it was all the rage back in like 2004, like 2005, like all these girls love the fuck out of sex in the city. And I had to be up on that shit. They couldn't. Uh, it's they. It, a lot of these girls couldn't talk about shit else but sex in the city. So yeah, it was a part of my you know strategy, so to speak. Like oh yeah yeah I know that show yeah I know such such and yeah oh this is my favorite character and I could if I could rap with them about their favorite fucking show, it's great. Made things a little bit easier. That's the only reason why I watch the shit. 
Man, as a young as a young frat boy in college, the only reason why I watched the shit was to get chicks. And it worked. So Yeah. I watched it. Can't I hate on it. Nah, I'm giving you props. Props, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I watched it because I'm from New York and I just wanted to know how women think. <laughs> oh. Like successful women, that's why I want to know how they really think. Come on. That didn't do it, did it? Yeah, kinda did. Uh, fine. Dad and girlfriends help me a lot. Girlfriends, okay. Let's just say, I, they're bringing that back, aren't they? Uh, I think it's a the game. Yeah, game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Game back. Okay. Well, you know. Anyway, back to the to to the pride thing and where Trans Aerosmith fit in it. Um. Yeah, fellas. I I I mean, uh, by all means, attend the parties. Enjoy yourself. And, you know, go to some events. Obviously, don't take up space or anything like that. But, yeah, just have some fun and enjoy yourself. And, you know, I I would just look at it through the lens of being uh, an ally or whatever else. But most importantly, yeah, be proud of who you are, who you're attracted to. And at the end of the day, whether you're gay, transamorous, lesbian, intersex transgender bisexual queer we can all be allies of each other you know that yeah that, that's where true unity comes into play so if we knew if we unite for pride and we stay united as a community we can definitely move forward and be like fuck all the haters right yeah yeah well me personally to be honest while i go to these events just told them that i am an ally you know, I have no problem with what anybody like because I, I, I always never had a problem. You know, that's just me. You know, mm-hmm. but the reason why I said we wasn't a part of the community because, you know, a lot of trans, I think we're more so a part of the trans community, not the LGBT. I think we're more a part of a trans community. But in that, for, in that, it's all together. Right. They all together, but they really not because if you want to get technical, a lot of the LGBT, I mean, LGB does not consider trans as part of it. They don't. But, they don't but that, women. But that's where people got to get over. Oh that, shit! That's where what up, Brianna? Get over their bullshit. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying, but yeah. that's how it is. And okay. me personally, my experiences going through all of that with these girls in this community, I just chose not to be a part of it. I said, you know what? I can have it. Man, I don't want to be a part of it. I mean, I'm good. If I'm going to mm-hmm. be a part of something, bring me in. Let me feel welcome. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I said I told him Mike the other, the other day. Only people I support is people from the Brooklyn Ghost Project. Mm, uh, that, that, that's part of the community. Arms. Right, they're part, part of the community. community. Those are yeah. the only people I support because they welcome me with open arms. They never disrespected me or nothing. So, you know, mm. that's that. But anything and, else, like like I said before, marches and rallies, you would never see me at again. That's that. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, since they are a part of the community, even that's a small fraction, you're still being within the community. So it's like... If if that's the only part you want to take pride in, then go ahead and just take pride in that. Right. Well, you know, something that Trell said actually, um, you know, really, really um uh kind of resonated with me or just it it, it it sparked something in me. Um because you know, I, I do see that like a lot of guys, I, I will see guys go to trans spaces looking for like uh yeah, well I'll be well, yeah, I'll go to BTAC. Sure. I might not be in Texas anymore, but I'll go to BTAC. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll have some space at BTAC for sure. Not space, space, but yeah, like we'll probably mob up and roll out there. Cause the men like us group, we love Texas. We have fun down here. <laughs> Shout out the colors, goddammit. Yeah. Oh, damn. So but yeah, I said that earlier, but yeah. Oh no, it's cool. It's cool. Uh so back to what I was going at with like I see I, I see guys like they they there are guys that are looking for community and a lot of times they'll go to trans spaces thinking, oh, okay, this is my tribe. This is where I belong. Like, this is where I could be free to express myself and I'll be cool. Like we'll be, everything will be all good. And then a lot of times they get really disillusioned because it's like, actually this ain't where I'm supposed to be. Cause don't nobody in here like me or who I am or what I, what I do. Like they don't like the fact that I date trans women. Like this is not a place for me to be open. But that's why we made our own fucking community and really like where the, the community that we have with the Facebook group, with the the those of us that get on Clubhouse and just chill out and kick it and share. Um, you know, it is definitely forming into a great community support group. And it's you know, the, the very dope part about it is that we're largely like drama free. For the most part, we are drama free. Like we just hang out we just hang out kick it we talk we share ideas kind of get each other thinking in different ways but you know i would just say to any man here like you need to be coming to the men's only groups the men like us tribe or the trans supporter brotherhood and um you know really and hit up the men like us club on clubhouse really do what you need to do to um find other guys like yourself because that's where you're going to feel the most, most comfortable and most accepted. Like Trill was talking about, you know, he was embraced by this particular group of people. I got super fucking lucky and I was embraced by, um, by a group in, uh, uh, in Denver that, that represented pansexual people and trans, uh, the trans community, trans and pansexual groups in Denver. And they were absolutely amazing. I didn't know nothing from nothing. It was my first, pride event ever it was a pool party and people were so cool so welcoming i went to the next pool party like a month later but it was just like actually but at, at that party um i had met my first actual like couple like i never met another couple that was a cis man and a trans woman and they were so fucking cool i had them on my last podcast it was great kick, kicking it with them and um you know it was but it was just like when when you meet that group of people that are actually nice to you and just like are able to embrace you and see you just as a regular person, it is dope as fuck. And I wish that was a common experience for a lot of guys out here. But fellas, I would say you're 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 you have a better chance of being finding a safe space among men like yourself. Uh, and and yeah. you know, kind of proceed from there. Yeah, so I think about our early years of life, you know, our young years mm-hmm. of life, you know I mean, even though we're still young, but I'm just saying, like, our younger years of life, we, we didn't, we didn't have these type of spaces. We didn't have this right here. We didn't have clubhouse. We didn't have none of that. So, you know, it, that was, part. it, it was real rough. <laughs> I, I say. Absolutely. Not for me, because I never cared, not for me, because I never really cared, but, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was rough. I'm going to just say that. It was rough. Well, you know, a lot of times you don't know what you need until until you get it. And you're like, damn, this is 
this is what I needed all along. Like uh, this group, this brotherhood, this fellowship, this network of men that I can go and kick it with. Like when y'all came to Houston, we rolled deep like that. Like, yo, I never had that before. And I wish I had that every fucking weekend. I just had a, a group of uh, uh, partners just roll out. Hey, we rolling out. We going out over here. We going out over there. Like I would, I would gratefully, um, greatly enjoy that social life, that level of social life. Because I have to be honest, it's just really hanging out with other men like myself. There's no pretenses. There's no, you know, okay, well, I'm not going to say this or talk about this because I don't want to make other people uncomfortable. And I'm going to just be there and just hang out. And then I'm going to go off and do my own thing separate from everyone else. Like with with guys, with men like us, it was just, it was dope. There was, I had, I, dude, I had my best weekends. My best weekend in Houston was when y'all was here. I oh, never had a better weekend in Houston. And I've been here almost two years. Well, now, wow. COVID kind of fucked that up a lot, but still, never had a better weekend. So, um, you know, really having other guys to commune with and all that stuff really matters a lot in this journey. Um, and the guys out there who are listening who, who don't think they, they need this, try it out. Try it out. Um, there might be somebody in one of these groups that you can completely relate to. And, and, and they're living the same life you're living. We got guys, you know, old to young, married, single, engaged, corporate, non-corporate, whatever. A lot of different, a lot of the major cities. Like you, you just never know. So, um, but yeah, hey fellas, we got anything else about pride? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I wanted to do two things real quick. A promote. So since I'm in this pride month, but I do this already, but still I got to promote a couple podcasts, uh, just a couple. Well, actually three. So first off, please, please, please fuck with the box number five twelve podcast. Grown black trans woman talk with Aeon and the Lioness. It is a dope ass podcast, um, and it is the number eight. There's a list out there. There's a list out there for the top 50 transgender podcasts you must listen to in 2021. And this is number eight on the list. It's number one on my list. Um, I'm definitely drawn into it. I enjoy the topics and I enjoy the guests that they have on there. And, you know, you'll really learn a lot. Fellas, you listen to this podcast and you will learn quite a bit. Um, and, it, you know, if you really want to understand how some of the women think, um, the hosts on there have definitely two different life experiences and they definitely cover a wide range of, um, of thought on that show. And then there's Marshall Marshall's plate. Well, why couldn't read that? Right. Marshall's plate, the black trans podcast. It's, um, diamond styles runs it with, uh, Mia. Shout out out to Z and Mia. (laughs) Mia, Mia mix and, and, and Z. Um, yeah, it, this podcast has been around for a while, but you know, they keep turning out hits and, you know, diamond is a dope ass person and I haven't met Mia or Z. I, I talked to Z and I'd be mean to get him on the show. So we're going to make that happen one of these days, but well, check get it out. Got to get Z on the show, bro. Absolutely. But those are two podcasts you should absolutely be listening to box number five, 12. 
Marsha's play. And then, last but not least, the Real Talk podcast. That is Mike Brooklyn's podcast. Uh, Mike's podcast. So definitely and, check it out. Show us some love. And also, if I could mention one podcast real quick. Samantha Lux. She's a YouTuber. She's a trans woman. Dope as fuck and fine as fuck. So I definitely suggest, you know, people definitely checking her out. Uh, she has several different topics. She even does makeup tutorials for some people, you know, if they're into that. So, um, and, and she definitely has gone over like some celebrity stuff before. So definitely if you guys want to check her out. Oh, we not the celebrity stories. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, put your hands up. Like, hey, we ain't talking about celebrity stories today. Don't come at us. We ain't doing that today. <laughs> Might do it again. Who knows? We'll see what happens in the news. But, um, also, every, um, anybody who's listening to this or, or, or watching this that uh, works with nonprofits, um, please, please, please email your email your events to the show. I would love to promote a lot of the events that uh, a lot of these organizations are having and also offer them up as possible volunteer opportunities for men. Um, I got a lot of men in my group and a lot of them are willing to pitch in and show up and help out. And, you know, it, all, all we got to do is just get it to the, to the right people. So please, all the nonprofits that are watching this, listening to this email, email me at uh, men like us podcast at gmail.com. Um, I will take those flyers, promote them on the show, drop it into my men's only group. Let me know how many volunteers you're looking for. If you just saying that, Hey fellas, show up. Um, I'm here for all of that shit. So please, please, please email the show. Cause I would love to see, I would love to help guys find places that they need to be and organizations that they could be helping out. Um, that, that, that is definitely one thing that we could be doing better as a group of men is showing up for the community. So please help me out mm-hmm. for the, for the flyers, for the information, men like us podcast at Gmail. So, um, and I think that's all I have for that one. So fellas, let me share this damn article. So there's a there's a story going around on the interwebs this past week. Everybody's been sharing it, even people as big as the Shauna Brooks. <clears throat> I don't think I saw it from T.S. Madison or anybody else, but um, you know, everybody's been talking about this story out of Virginia. Um, it's a murder, and let me share it. Ooh, excuse me. Gotta share my screen. Sorry, those of y'all that are listening on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> seconds. So, yeah, this uh, Virginia Tech football player who uh, who beat who beat uh, someone to death. Um, after a sexual, after a second sexual encounter, this story has been going around and, you know, a lot of, I've been seeing it posted and promoted or not promoted, but, you know, I've been seeing a lot of, uh, people in the trans community making a lot of noise about this. And, you know, it's been in our men's group. We talk about it a little bit as well. And, um, you know, 
at first, because that's how things work, you know, at first people are putting out like murky details or they're putting out half the story and it's like they're not citing the actual news sources. They're putting out a screenshot of a headline and it's just like, but what's the story? So, you know, at first it was assumed that this was a murder of a trans woman. And then it's later came out that this was actually a crossdresser um, who was murdered, a 40 year old crossdresser in Virginia um, who was murdered by 18 year old uh, college football player to be. I'm not even sure if this person was in college. I know that it says they attended spring training, but it doesn't say that they actually played the games yet. So um, according to the news story, the and let's just go down the list. So according to the news story, um, this 18 year old, what's his name? Oh, wow. Is Menon, is Memen uh, Etut um, killed Who's this? Uh, Jerry Paul Smith. And according to the story, they met up on, they had a one sexual encounter on, where the fuck is that? I'm sorry. It's hard to find it in the, in the moment. All right. So according to the story, um, the the Etude, the, the football player, found, or matched up with somebody named Angie on Tinder and, you know, went over to, Angie's apartment and got some oral sex, got some head. Left, returned to Angie's apartment for another, you know, another session of oral sex on May 31st. And uh, according to the court documents, um, it too discovered that that Angie was actually male and that's when E2 proceeded to beat this beat this person to death, which was absolutely horrible. Um, you know, uh, punched him in the face five times, continued to punch in the victim, uh, uh, then stomp, stomped on the victim. And, you know, uh, it also says that he heard bubbling and gurgling as as he left the apartment, but didn't call police. And um you know, that's absolutely horrific and graphic as fuck. Um, but, you know, that's really what happened. Um, but, you know, one of the, the questions that people are asking is, you know, how could he have how, how could he have been tricked? How did he not know all of these things? Um, you wait know, a wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. I heard about the one time. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me he got domed from the person twice? Yes. And he's really trying to use this panic defense of he didn't know. I'm sorry, but if you have any kind of sexual relations with someone, going into it, you know who you're having sexual relations with. And then... On top of it, you went back for a second time. There's no fucking way you didn't know who was giving you head. If I'm getting head, I know who the fuck I'm getting head from. Plain and simple. Okay. Fuck all that bullshit, panic defense. Motherfucker knew. 
Um, G Mike said, I heard a glory hole was involved. Um, oh, oh, he he got a lot of hole from, a, I mean, he got a lot of glory from a hole, trust me. Yeah, uh, I heard that. I heard yeah. that too. So, yeah, that's a piece of the misinformation because that's not supported by any actual news reports um, out there. So, oh, he, um, he actually went to the victim's apartment twice. So they weren't at some bookstore or anything like that. They, he went to the victim's apartment and, um, you know, that's what happened. He was in um, all his glory twice. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, look. <laughs> oh, shit. What I will say is uh, I don't know, man. I, I can't. I guess given the age, like we're not talking about somebody with a life full of experience. Um, and let, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like everyone who cross dresses is ugly as fuck. Um, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like everyone who cross dresses is the most unpassable brick of all time. That's not the truth. I don't think anybody's saying that. Well, that's what some of the girls might say. Oh, okay. So I'm, 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 I'm telling you. I'm setting up my my thought process because gotcha. I'm not going to play like, you know, well, you had to have known. Look, a mouth is a mouth is a mouth is a mouth. And also, uh, he's 18 years old. He ain't got no experience about nothing related to nothing. But at 18, so, you know the difference between right and wrong, and you know that if you assault somebody, that's jail time. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But that's not what I'm talking about right now. What I'm talking about is people say, well, he, but he knew. He knew. No, you know what you were doing. You know who you were with. No, he probably didn't. He probably didn't. Yeah. He probably didn't even think twice about it. He just showed up, got some head, left, and then came back, and then, you know, whatever. <laughs> Angelo. You know what? Uh, I'm gonna just keep it. I'm gonna just keep it real right here. Yeah. Um. Like I said, we still getting beats and pieces of it. We still getting. You know what I mean, he basically confessed about what he did. So yes. It is what it is. Now back to the, the supposed cross dressing. Regardless of what, what he got, if he got head, head, pussy, and mouth. And ass, all that is three different type of things. Mm-hmm. All right, we all know that. Those are all three different different type of things. Now he's getting head. That's something totally different. Everybody can get head for something you don't even really know what it's about. He's eighteen. He's not. He's not how you say. He's not. You know, basically seasoned in his lifestyle. He's probably not even in his lifestyle. We don't know. All right, and I'm gonna just say this right quick. Like yesterday, when I was out of the city, I just went to the throwdown to the village, right? When I went there, it was a young man that I saw was looking at. They was looking at me. We both kept on looking at each other. Come to find out, this was a young man. I'm thinking this is a girl. This is one of the girls because he has makeup on. He has his hair all, hair dumb long, feminine clothes. Come to find out, he's gender fluid. Mm. So I'm looking like, damn, okay, who is Come to find out, one of my bros that is actually gay, he's like, yo, he look good, right? I said, he. He's like, yeah, that's not a girl. That's, um, he's um, he's one of those gender fluids. So I said, oh, all right. Okay. All right. Right then and there, I fell back. And I let my mm. bro rock, you know? Mm-hmm. But that, you know, 
that right there could have caught my eye. And me being in an area, now I'm gonna just paint the scenario for you. That person would have caught my eye. I'd bring that person home without no questions or anything like that because of the way they look. Now, area that I'm in, there's no question for who's who until you get personal. Mike, you know this. All right? It's like, I done went there, got head, took that person, mm-hmm. got head, and then the next day, I'd have found out like, yo, that person's not trained. So now, but you, me, you still wouldn't have killed them. Right. I'm getting to that. Now, yeah, we're not there yet. I'm, I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> All right. The type of person I'm I'm not gonna go and attack and try to kill him. I'm not gonna do none of that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be mad because I'm gonna call him like, "Yo, dog, why you didn't tell me what it is?" Oh, I thought you knew this. No, I don't know. Look how you mm-hmm. look. You understand what I'm saying? I would have, I would have been tight about that. But basically, that's what I'm saying. Am I saying that person? Am I saying that dude is right for what he did? No. Mm-hmm. But I'm just painting a scenario on my on the situation. I had just yesterday, just yesterday, and I'm looking at it like, wow, that could have went down like it wouldn't went down like that, but it would have been similar to what it is. And yeah, like, I just wow. like you know? I get when people say you know what the fuck you were doing when people was fucking. I don't know how you fuck somebody and then not know what other parts are down there. Like you are opting you. in, <laughs> you are obviously opting into something. But, you know, they're like, well, no, he knew this, this, and this. Now, here's the thing. At, at no point did anybody on the show say it was acceptable for his response to legitimately being misled. Oh. Right. None, nobody said his response to being misled was right or correct. Life is valuable, and his response should not have been murder. Mm-mm. Absolutely. He, I mean, his his life is ruined. He's gonna go to jail for a very long time. He killed somebody with his bare fucking hands, and on top of and it, then walked away as they were gasping for life. Yeah, and on top of it, his response is, "Oh, I punched the dude four or five times. You broke every bone in his motherfucking face. That's not four or five punches." That's four or five punches to get the motherfucker down and then stomp him the fuck out. So yeah, that's what the story yeah. says. He stomped him. So, yeah. Yeah. So punch him. Says five times in the face. Con- punch the victim five times in the face. Continued punching the victim when the person hit the ground, stomped on him. So he punched more than five times. Yeah. So that, like, Nah, that that that's yeah. definitely clear intent. And I've, I'm not gonna say this is. And, and, and thank you for bringing this up, Michaela, because you know people. Somebody else had asked this. Um, I forgot we were talking about this earlier today. Somebody asked, you know, it, it, is this considered rape? And um, no, I wouldn't consider it rape. Like, okay, if somebody quote unquote, if somebody misled you in that way, um, you still got what you were looking for out of it, which was a nut. You got that nut. And you know what? Take that shit as a lesson. All right. Well, you know what? Should they call me slipping? I got caught slipping. Like I should, I should have checked, you know, these is, this is how life lessons are learned, but you know, 
at the hearing, you know, they they the 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 eighteen year old's mom testified because you know they had the family members testify at the bond hearing, which he got bond. He got seventy five thousand dollars bond. Um, but you know, I, I'm just looking at like, yo, this this man is barely out the house, and now I'm looking at mom like. And I don't want to be, you know, jump to blaming women or anything. I would look at the parents in general, man and woman, like, you know, how did y'all raise a child that thought that murder was an appropriate response to this? Like your child jumped to murder. Yeah. What what? Like murder and, and some of the things the lawyer said was really kind of fucked up too, because it, it was he was really he was really trying to ride on that panic defense bullshit. But it's like, yo, look, you win some, you lose some, goddamn it. And in this one, all right, you didn't know, you lost. Like, keep fucking moving. But right. to respond by killing somebody, ridiculous. Obviously, saying, but, you yeah, know, because you, you know how society is, especially when it comes to black people. You know. Is the way how we grow up, supposedly. We grow up knowing that with something that you don't like or something you're not totally against, your pride gets in the way. And when your pride gets in the way, you think with this and you mm-hmm. automatically react. Instead of thinking mm. with this, you think with this. Because I'm pretty sure right now that boy is on bond and he's thinking like, damn, should I, did I really have to beat him that way? I could have just punched him a few times and broke out. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? You know, but that's what happens when you when you think emotionally, man, and not, you know, carefully. Think with emotion and not strategy. And I say this all the time, especially us black men, you know, we gotta really stop thinking with our hearts and think with our minds because we get the thinking with the hearts from our mamas because the majority of us was raised by our mamas, our grandmothers, mm-hmm. our aunties, and even our older sisters. We was raised by them. You know, me, I'm a prime yeah. example for that. I never met my father. My father's not in the picture at all. So I was raised by my grandmother and my mother. So, same here. yeah. So, um, same here. I got I was a by my mother and my grandmother. Comment from uh, Michaela. Thanks for watching. Uh, she says, I disagree. It's the same as drugging someone. You mislead someone to get sex out of them. Um, he wasn't misled. He knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> uh, uh, you can't say that, man. You can't say that. I do not agree with you with that. Yeah, agree. nah. I really disagree. I'm just I'm, nah. I just played I don't, this scenario for you just now with me personally. I know, I really but disagree. I still I still don't see how he goes back twice and doesn't know who the fuck he's fucking with. Like it's not like it's he's twice. fucking. He's getting head. No, but fucking with. I said fucking with, like getting right. Head, I understand man. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're if you're if you're a certain kind of look, it's like. Do you really question it? But it's a second encounter. That's not my at, thing. Not at 18, I don't. I don't question it at 18. And that's another thing. 18? I, I assume that that's, this is the person that I thought I was dealing with. I ain't got no street right. smarts at 18. I mean, then again, I New York City and Virginia are two different levels of street smarts here. But. Exactly. Well, um, yes. No places like New York. <laughs> So I couldn't really say that because you know a, a, a person could be smoking. If I know a person that I'm cool with, and they smoking reefer, and they was like, "Yo, you want some?" At that age, I'd be like, "Yeah, 
not knowing I'm smoking wet. Yeah, but that's what different from sex. And I'm not yeah, wondering too. what I'm feeling or I'm like, damn, I'm really high as a mother. What the fuck oh, is this? Uh, uh, for, for, for the uninitiated, <laughs> let's let's make sure everybody knows <laughs> what wet means. <laughs> Angel dust. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So it's it's, it's, it's smoking something tainted with other drugs and not knowing. Right. It's cool. Look, but, we got this. Yeah. The viewership here is around the world. I'm just trying to be as clear for everyone listening as possible. Yeah. So the reason why I had to bring that up. But um, so let's see. Um, Michaela also says, I don't know. I'm just scared for my my sisters. Um, to- Troy Kennedy. Troy, what's what going up, on? Troy? Um, he said he let his little head think for his big head. Pretty common for 18 years old. Yeah. And um, it ain't the parents' fault. It's the fault of society and embracing right. Toxic slash fragile masculinity. And yeah, absolutely true. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. And you know, that number is coming back up. So that, that toxic slash fragile masculinity, you know, really is, uh, you know, that's the kind of shit that you got to deprogram, you know, like a lot of people just get kicked out in the world full of this shit. And then, you know, as you grow up, you have to figure out, well, actually, this toxic masculinity says a man is this. And to be a man, you got to do this. You got to say this and whatever, whatever. And you have you have to break away from that shit and kind of be your own man. Which is it's funny because it's a lot of people get around to that point. A lot of people get around to that point. Um, Christina. okay, welcome to the show. Christina says this person didn't live as a woman though, and you was going for seconds, even if he wasn't drag. I didn't. I know he wasn't that convincing. And obviously, well, if he was going for seconds, he mm-hmm. that the head wasn't that bad, was it? So, well, no. I mean, well, that's why that he was no, That has no bearing on how good or bad the head is. But you know what? At eighteen, you don't know what good or bad head is. So there's that too. But. Um, the, the premise that we're going under right now is we are not going to assume that this, the victim was, you know, the ugliest, most unpassable person on the planet. I do not make assumptions that somebody who cross dresses can't look good. Cause I believe that to be a very false assumption built on pride from certain people. No, it's possible. It is possible. Yeah. And I'm not saying that point. that is the exact case of this person, but I'm not going to proceed as if it's not possible. What did you say, Mike? Go and, ahead, bro. And, and Angelo has a good point right there. Okay. Well, we're going to get down to him. Right. Um, Michaela says, this is going to be used as another example that trans women trick people. I believe that's correct. I think so, too. Yeah, because when I first saw it, I thought it was a trans woman also. I'm like, yo, hold on. That's why I went and looked into the story. And I found mm-hmm. the cross-dresser. So I'm like, okay. Huh? And Christina is saying the same thing. She's saying the media have people thinking it's a transsexual person. I hate this. But here's the thing, though. It ain't the media that's doing that. The media is not doing that. It's the... It's the conservative narrative. No, no. The hood trans media that's doing that. All these girls sharing a half-assed story saying it's one of us. It's this and this. No 
actual credible reports from the Washington Post, the Roanoke uh, paper, and who else was it? Uh, I think even the Blaze put it out, but like, no, there are no headlines saying this is a transgender person. There's nobody saying that at all. That isn't being propagated anywhere. The only place that I got that idea from was when I saw Shauna Brooks and some other girls posting it, like making noise about it. I'm like, oh, so this must be one of the girls because they're all talking about it. Without that, I would have never made that assumption because it's nowhere in the reports. Yeah, but that whole trickery shit, that is something that conservatives yeah. have been trying to push for years. Absolutely. Years. The conservative Christian agenda. The whole, that whole thing, that whole panic thing, I'm totally against it. Yeah. Absolutely. What I'm saying is, what I'm, basically what I'm saying is, I don't know, like this story is so fucking iffy. I'm just looking at it and I'm not looking at the, I'm not looking at the, um, the kid that was locked up as the victim i'm not looking at him like that i'm just trying to figure i'm trying to understand why not not, not i'm trying to understand why he did it what was his real motive why he did it you understand what i'm saying everybody's saying like i mean y'all might saying that he knew this or that i'm not gonna say he say he knew he knew no i'm just saying i i believe that he knew like like i strongly mm-hmm. believe that if you're going back for seconds then you know who you're going back to Four right. seconds, you know. Like, I mean, it's possible that this crossdresser pulled it off the first time, and he went right. back thinking he was getting the person from the first time. But it's like, how right. did you leave the first time without knowing? Like, that's it's just completely possible if you're just getting your dick sucked. Like, what? Yeah, Chris just come crazy. on. He probably pulled it off the first time. Great, it's the first time. First impression leaves. Yeah, big, everybody knows that. So I'll be completely. I'm going back. Hold on. Oh shit. It's late. I'm going I back. get it. You don't want to believe that this that this 18-year-old had n- no idea, but it's very possible that he didn't. I, I'm just going off of logic like just from my life experience, like even at 18, when I got head from somebody, mm-hmm. I knew who I was getting head from. You know what I mean? Like like I at least knew the person's name and you know where I'm at when I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he knew this person's name. He thought this person's name was Angie, according to the dating app. Yeah, but it's like I like at least when I'm getting ahead, I know who's giving me head. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not blind to who I'm around. And another thing, also to help it, I'm not to really help in his defense, but can help in his defense is the transcripts, meaning what they were saying, the detail, what they were saying on the app, oh, the which is helpful. None of that. That's helpful. Look, this 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 eighteen year old, you know, uh, legal adult killed somebody in cold blood with his bare right. hands. Right. Ain't no getting away from that shit. Yes. Not a damn thing to get away from it. No, I ain't gonna say you're gonna get away with it. I'm saying that can help in his defense. It won't be. It won't be so. It won't. It won't be a harsh time sentence. Maybe. Maybe the lawyers will do it. Um. Angelo is saying people's opinions are based on the photo provided by the victim's family. Uh, yeah. And there, and there was something yeah. else yeah. Angelo said, too. There was, there was another uh, comment. Do you want school of the truth? Um, Christina Stokes, the truth will come out as the trial happens. We shall see. You're right. The truth will come out as the trial happens. Um, you know, uh, they already had a lot of tests. They already had tests. Because, I mean, really, this is an open and shut case. This is an open and shut case. Like, he fucking, he did that murder. 
That's why he was allowed to be on the stand for his own bond hearing, which they know they killed him. They know he killed, you know, this person. So, like, I don't even know how he got bond, honestly. I don't think they should have gave this person bond. They shouldn't have given this young man bond at all. It should be open and shut, but sometimes you got scumbag lawyers. Like I said, it was, um, you know, it's probably his first offense. He is 18. Yeah. But even when it's open and shut like this, but bro, it's 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 clear it happened. Like it's yeah. clear what happened. You don't get bond. Like you shouldn't get bond. We all know what happened, but you know the bond. And it's not like the bond was ten thousand. The bond was seventy five thousand. Yeah. Now I know nothing about Virginia and its laws, or because you know some states they don't allow bail bondsmen. Like they don't have that system where you you know you give the bondsman ten percent. And then, like, they don't, not every state has that. So I don't know what the rules are in, in um, Virginia. Yeah. But, it's I mean, at, look, at the end of the day, this dude ruined his fucking life, resulting in violence when they found out the person that he thought was female was actually male. And, um, you know, I know I know he wish he could have a do-over. I know the family of the victim, which there was a do-over as well. But it was just it's absolutely ridiculous that, you know, this is this is where he went. And it's really tragic and sad to see that, you know, in the mind of this young man, that shit was acceptable. It's absolutely horrible. So the only thing that we argued here tonight, everyone, just so that there are no misconceptions so nobody's running around telling what they think they heard and all that shit really what we what 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 trell and i shared tonight was you know because everybody said oh well you know he was he he knew what it was he wasn't tricked well he probably was he probably was he probably had no idea right up until he knew it is very very plausible and that's all i was sharing None of that excuses the murder, his response. I don't think he should have got bond. I think he should still be in jail now awaiting trial. He should not be with his family right now. He killed somebody in cold blood with his bare fucking hands. Shouldn't be out. That's just that's just the way I think things should go. Um, but, you know, I just want to be clear on what we were saying, what we what points we were really making here. So nobody ran off and said, you know, well, they're trying to excuse murder. And this is no, we're not no, trying to do that. But everybody know. jumped so quick to, well, he knew. Yeah, yeah. You know nah, 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 nah. He, and he know. didn't get he didn't really get tricked. Well, maybe he did. Because yeah, I, I mean, I, my I, situation. Was just I was. Yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> just just yesterday with all of your life experience. And, I, and at 18, I was very naive. I just have to be honest. Yeah, but see, like. The sad part about this from the criminal justice uh, side of things. My God, Michaela, you're in it. <laughs> from the criminal justice side of things, it's like this is a situation where the dude admitted that he committed the murder. He should plead guilty to this, but there's a scumbag lawyer involved that's probably going to convince him to go ahead with the panic defense and try to get off. I mean, he can try it, but he won't. No, no, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying sometimes you have a scumbag lawyer that's sleazy enough to where sometimes they finagle it to where you do. I'm going to keep it real. I'm, it's, I'm, now, 
I'm not gonna sit here and say that scumbag lawyer. That lawyer's getting paid. He's doing his job. Yeah, he's kind of doing his job. Yeah, but. Yeah, but I, I've still met scum lawyers that do their jobs. Like you know, we all have. But I'm just yeah. saying, he's doing his job. Everybody's going. Yeah, if he does use that, it's hey. But at the end of the day, he's not there for the people. He's there for that that young man. That that's his, that's his client. That's who. If, if he uses that defense, he's still a sleazy piece of shit in my book. <laughs> yeah. no, all right, there wasn't no. Okay. DAs out here that be hitting motherfuckers all types of time and shit. Facts. Talk, facts. 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 <laughs> I agree. I don't like any of them. <laughs> I don't like attorneys. I don't like lawyers. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, I'm sorry, Michaela. <laughs> yes, he would know. She said, uh, "See if the white if the white crossdresser was a top, none of this would be an issue." That's correct. Uh, you can't really say you didn't know anything. If you're getting them walls stretched out, well, like I said, if with how the, how the transcripts from the chat, I know they gotta have that some way, some way. You know, I saw this as well out there. I saw this um reported, and I I won't. I don't think I'm gonna get fully into it, but I you know I I did see that you know um like this this well really this 18 year old killer. Um, wasn't the first person that was catfished by the victim. Um, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Catfishing should not be punishable by death. No. <laughs> and so, even if this is what this person just does, so what? They don't deserve to die. And I'm not saying no. that that's what Christina or anybody else was saying. I'm just saying that's what I'm saying. No. That's my thoughts on it. But you know, it's just and people are talking about it all over the internet. It's just everywhere, and you know what? And Angelo is positing some possibilities, probabilities. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> to, to 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 the people out there, if you yeah. feel like you're being catfished, holla at Neve at MTV.com. Uh, yeah, hit up Neve. I love that show. Exactly. So do I. Show. <laughs> it's trash as fuck, but I love it. Uh, Angelo at, uh, says, "What if the victim was trans and the family just provided a pre-transition photo?" That's what I was talking What about. if the victim was early in transition? That um, we don't know. know. We don't know that. We know. Nobody I, knows that. None of that was mentioned um, or reported. It happens all the time, though. The court proceeding. It happens all the time, though. Like, sorry, go ahead. Um, these independent media outlets are putting this out. No major outlet really, no major media outlet really put it out. Put what out? The story? Yeah. No, the Washington Post put it out. Mm -hmm. oh, the Washington, it was just the Washington Post. No, that's just the one that I, because I, I like the Washington Post. <laughs> so no, do that's I. What I'm saying it's just the Washington Post. You know what is it? Everywhere else everybody's getting it from is like independent um um thing. NBC dude. From was from Say Cheese TV. That's what I got mine. What I that's what I got it from. Nah, I don't 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 trust them. You got Washington Post, NBCnews.com, the New York Post, uh TMZ, The Advocate, Yahoo Sports. This is being reported on a lot of websites. Yeah, but also Angelo's comment makes a lot of sense though, because it happens all the time to where a trans person can die, get killed or whatever, 
mm-hmm. and then the police and the media misgender and the family that doesn't want to admit that their child was trans gives out the pre-transition photo. Oh yeah, we know we we get that. We know yeah. that on top. Like, come on, that's been going on forever, you know. Yeah, so I, well, I don't want to jump to the conclusion that you know. Obviously, I'm not going to make the assumption that the media is intentionally misgendering this person, especially at the higher levels. Um, not at the higher levels. Maybe in the local Virginia press, but. NBC News is not going to intentionally do it. Washington Post is not going to intentionally do it. Same with TMZ. Like, these are all lar- large, major national organizations that are not going to intentionally do it, knowing that this person is trans. They're going to mention that. And let's be real. You know, adding that trans aspect to it, to a news story, it, it makes it, it sensationalizes the story. So it helps with their clickbait. It helps them draw in more people. They're gonna, it, they're they're gonna add that. They won't just they won't look at it and say like, yeah, we're not gonna put that in. No, they're gonna put that shit in because it's gonna get them more clicks, and they're gonna make sure the word transgender is, is is added into the headline to draw people in, get more people on Facebook clicking on that link, going into their story. It's a business, and at this point. You know, that would bring in more traffic as somebody who was paid off of traffic coming into my news website. Like, I know what it is (laughs) for sure. But, you know, yes, it's possible that the family could have been all against it and all that stuff. And, you know, if that's the case, um, that that stuff usually comes out eventually. You know, as they start talking to friends and coworkers and other people from around town. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the kind of stuff that comes out with more, you know, with more investigation and, and reporters on the ground talking to people trying to get the real story or just trying to dig deeper. Um, all that's all that's been put out right now is everything that has come out from the bond hearing in the story, yeah. testimony from the bond hearing and information that police put in their reports and charging documents the DA's putting their charging documents related to the case. So that's all that's that's all that's out there. That and then the family, the photo of the family released. Yeah. Of the victim. Um let's see here. <laughs> Sorry. Um yes. And I mean, I think Troy hits on something really big here. You know, you know that while the victim may have might have had a, a tendency to do X, Y, and Z, the I mean, really, there's always personal accountability. So yes, you you as this 18 year old killer, uh, you decided to have sex with a stranger, somebody you don't know at all. Yep. But you know what? People do that all the time. Let's be real. Tinder's a hookup app. And there's a lot of people, even in this community, that meet people on Grindr, tags, whatever, meet up with somebody they never met before seeing them, and that person is out their door within 30 minutes. The only app I say that's not a hookup app is eHarmony. Every other app is a hookup app. No debate. Okay. No debate. Uh, 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 uh. We got to add one more to the not hookup app, Jeweled. 
the jeweled app whenever they come out yeah. with it. Word. So okay. the jeweled app is not a hookup app. They are friends of the show. We fucks with them. Yep. And we're gonna have them back once they launch the app. So facts, facts. And it's personality based. Come on, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, wow. Lots of comments here, everybody. I mean, thanks for keeping the comments going. But yeah, like Troy said, there there is you know, uh, uh, there's accountability here. Um, and, and, you know, obviously men, men have to hold themselves accountable for the shit that they do. Um, I like you got to hold yourself that. accountable for the, for who you're trying to stick your dick in and who you chasing down in these DMS. Like it takes two to tango buddy. And you know, you played a part in that shit. Yep. So like, yeah, lesson learned. Hopefully all your little football buddies learn. Probably shouldn't be running around getting head from people you don't know, random strangers, somebody you just met on an app. I, I don't know. I don't know how this all works. I know people hook up. I get it. That's just a part of life. And then this new world with all these day. I wasn't 18 with all these state naps sure with was. all this shit. I wasn't. I, I don't know how it is. I don't know the experience. I was going I wish, to fucking house parties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to like actually find the, I had, had to find the parties, get to the parties Mac on some chicks, get them to come back to the dorm room, and then shit happened. But it was like, well, no, just do it on my phone, and then here I get a knock at the door. Nah, it was just like um, back in high school, like in Brooklyn, like your boys or your homies would have told you, like, yo, like Alicia's throwing a house party this night, bye bye, you know, you know, let's meet up at Fourth Avenue, (laughs) you know, (laughs) shit like that. And you know what? This uh, this comment from Angelo is really, and this is kind of telling. And, and I, I really feel like it's possible that you know the 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 eighteen year old who killed this 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 other person in cold blood is might get off, not off off, but might get off with a lighter sentence. Because in my mind, if you kill somebody, that's just automatic life in jail. Yeah, but you straight up murdered that motherfucker. Life in jail. Well, You're out. Done. Yeah, but he's probably a good man. Yeah. Bail and him being his age and what he into, he's only he's not gonna get a, a harsh sentence. He's not. I don't think so. It's sad. It's sad. I really he's, don't think so. He, I mean, I, at least 20, 25. Nah, nah. He's probably gonna get manslaughter, and he'll probably be out by the time he's thirty-two to thirty-four years old. That's what he's gonna get. That's what they're gonna charge him with. They're gonna dumb it down the man's That's sad. Because it happened That's sad. right then and there. It wasn't premeditated. That is um, Angelo says the victim didn't matter, and that's why he got bail. And that's that might be telling in how this Virginia court system might handle the case. And it's Virginia. And thing, yeah, another thing about Virginia, um, they have suspended sentence. So say for example, if you get like ten years, you be out with five. Yeah. I know that for a fact because I know I, I had a lot of homeboys that was locked up in Virginia. Yeah. But also, it's Virginia, it's the South. So typically, yeah. they're very homophobic, transphobic, and everything like that. So that's why it worries me that that panic defense might actually hold up. Well, I hope it doesn't. And, and Michaela, if you don't stop playing on my motherfucking stream tonight, <laughs> she said, <laughs> hashtag TS Top Save Lives. She playing out here right now. Michaela has this whole thing about, well, if all the girls, if more girls were tops, then these dudes wouldn't be able to say that they didn't know. Which is bullshit. That, that's her whole thing. 
Or bullshit, because I don't want no top. I want a, a perfectly fine. Yeah, now, my butt is uh, fine just the way it is. <laughs> off limits. That's I'm mine. good. It's off limits. So Angelo was saying, you know, women keep saying the victim is a man like all of them don't have before pictures. No one knows a victim's identity except the victim. They were murdered. So we will never know. And you know what? You're right, Angelo. Um, We won't know. In the words of Ric Flair. In the words of of Ric Flair. Woo! (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, all we know is the victim had a look that was put well put enough put together enough to at least pull off one visit to get somebody to come back for a second round. Uh, obviously, it ain't just the look, it's, you know. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. It's eighteen, whatever. Not even gonna go down that road again. But uh, we're kind of running in circles on the same. But you know, that's all we really. Um, you know, wanted to we wanted to talk about this story because it's just everywhere on Facebook. Everybody's talking about it, and I'm just like, yeah, we just have to share some commentary on this thing because it's just like I, I was confused as to why everybody was sharing it because I'm like, wait, I thought trans women didn't want to be associated with crossdressers. Why? Why is this going out everywhere? But you know, I will admit, like what Angelo said, it is possible. That this was somebody uh, very in the very beginnings of their transition, and we don't a hundred a hundred percent know for sure. Um, but that, you know, this that was somebody that wasn't full time. All right, cool. If they was in the beginning, whatever, that should have been noted. What do you mean? Meaning, if they met on Tinder and they talking. That should have been noted. Yo, I'm letting you know I'm trans. I'm, do you, that's how you that's how you roll or not. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's all yeah, but I'm not, saying. Not, not all the girls put their business out like right there up front on front street. Sometimes they want to talk first, you know. I just said that. Talk. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to put your business on front street. Because I don't yeah. like when the girls do that. Because a lot of girls will put mm. that in their Instagram. I'll be like, yo, the fuck you putting that in your Instagram? Let somebody let somebody um ask you that first. Fuck out of here. But like I said. If you um if you was if they was talking, that's why I said that's the main part of this case. If I'm the DA, we need the transcripts. Defense attorney, I want to see that. Tra- I want to see that. I want to see yeah. that. That's in the chat. That's all I want to yeah. see. Give me that. I I agree. I agree. Because if that, this story reminds me of the same football the same football player that was in Texas, a plane in Texas who killed that girl years mm-hmm. ago. All right, he had the bogus story. He was yo. The way how the story he had was basically him. He was about to get off until they went and found the kick, <clears throat> the trick, the the, the, the um the, the, on the kick app. They saw yeah. the conversation on kick. He knew. He knew. That's why I was asking yep. to jail now because he knew. Stop. Mm-hmm. These girls are not stupid. They're not gonna put their life out there like that. They're not, especially this day and age where we got all these apps. They're not gonna do that. They're gonna put it. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna tell you, they full gossip. In their words, they're a team. They're gonna let yeah. you know that. All right. Because I don't even tell. I even tell my um cisgender friends because I have a lot of cisgender homegirls that I'm very cool with and that they that I'm best friends with. And I tell them all the time, these girls are not tricking them. These guys are <clears> seeking <throat> them on apps and everything. 
Facebook, yep. everything. I know. Mm-hmm. All right, they seeking them. They're not going to tell you that, but yes, they are seeking them. Nobody's fooling them. They know exactly what it is. It's just that the mm-hmm. way our society is built, especially if you're a black man, that fragile masculinity is exactly what um Troy Kennedy and, and, and what I was saying earlier, that fragile masculinity plays a big part in your pride. And when your pride mm-hmm. is in the way, your heart plays a goddamn, your, your heart is your brain for the time being. And that shit can ruin you from there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and um, I mean, I have to be honest. Well, I, on the dating apps and, the, and, and and IG profiles and stuff that I see, you know, there's a lot of girls that put it out there. You know, proud trans woman, proud black trans woman, whatever else. But you know, let's just be real. I I mean, I would prefer people to be err on the side of caution and just be safe yeah. about it, so there are no illusions at all. Because you know, I'm just saying, if you is gosh, I hope I hope this doesn't happen because this is a really dangerous situation. But if somebody talks up a guy and they go out on a date and they do X, Y, and Z, and then they wait until right before they do to do when they at somebody apartment or in a room right before they do to do to tell them that they trans, like that's dangerous as fuck. Yeah, that is dangerous as fuck. And these are some crazy motherfuckers out here. And this this guy is 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 a pure example of why people should be disclosing, people should be getting that shit out the way. I get that some people, I get that folks just, I get that people want to be people and, want, and, and trans women want to be treated like any other woman and all that. I get all that stuff. So you want a break from the, the the struggle of being trans and all that. I I understand that that mindset, you know. Um, but it's, I mean, this is, we're talking about your life. And, you know, I, I get that, you know, it, should, it shouldn't be this way, but I want to see women live. No, yeah, but but what I'm saying is like, um, some of the girls may not want to put like, say, trans in their profile, but they're still going to let you know before they actually meet up with you. Right, so that's what like, I'm saying. So, yeah. so that's why yeah. Troll's right when he says he wants to see the transcript of the conversation mm-hmm. because if the person was early in their transition, they probably mentioned, hey, I'm trans, you know, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so it's like if they did say that in there, then do do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I just think transparency is the best policy. Get people let let people opt in or out. I mean, I, I know and it, when, when I say this I'm, in my own dating life, when I'm on look, I'm still on Tinder and Bumble. But I make it clear, like I don't. I put it in my profile, like it just so you know. Looking for a very, I, if if you're gonna be with me, if you're a cis woman and you're gonna be with me, you have to be very open minded. Because I do have a dating past, like everybody's got a past. But I've I've said I've previously dated trans women. I need an open minded woman. Right, me too. Same way. I don't need I don't need to waste my time dealing with somebody and starting to like somebody or whatever else for them to just turn around and get rejected because oh well I don't like that because that's gay and this this and whatever the fuck like mm-hmm. nah opt in or opt out I am what I am take it or leave it and you know it is what it is but I don't know I think we kind of done beat this whole thing to death so you know we're gonna wrap this whole shebang bang up and you know the email address the email address I used before, if you're mad at anything we said, please don't use it. 
(laughs) (laughs) Don't send us no angry emails because we can't read. So, (laughs) but anywho, uh, thanks for listening to us kind of, you know, go circle round and round about this uh, story that every, that's, you know, kind of trending right now in, uh, in some trans spaces. And um, before we roll out, you know, please, please, please follow me on Clubhouse at, at MLU Chris at Big Chris TX. Um, when you follow me on Clubhouse, you'll know when we're holding certain conversations. Join the men like us club on Clubhouse. Search men like us on Clubhouse. Join the club. We have a lot of private conversations that only members of the club can see. And, you know, there's some of the greatest, dopest conversations men Men and women engaging in fruitful conversation with respect. I know that's like fucking unicorn shit, but we do it routinely. Everybody in that group and in those conversations, we all respect each other. We all share ideas. We all support each other. And, you know, it's building up a really nice community of people who are here to, to, to help out and support each other and understand each other. Yeah, but actually... um that, that day that we was helping out with the Brooklyn Ghost Project, like, yo, Gia in that unicorn outfit, that shit was hilarious. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, so like, who, what? Yeah, so um, please, everybody, also subscribe to the YouTube channel. I need more YouTube subscribers. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Men Like Us. Search Men Like Us on YouTube. You will find it. Uh, we're finally showing up very high in the search now. Um, men like us on YouTube, just go there, hit subscribe. You ain't even got to go back to it. I just need them subscriber numbers to, to kind of go up a little bit more. No so, and then also, if you don't have any events, if you have community events you want to promote, if you want to, uh, you know, try and get some more volunteers, uh, please email your events to men like us at gmail.com. It's men like us. I'm sorry. I left our podcast. It's men like us podcast at gmail.com. Please email the show with any events that uh, is going on in your neighborhoods that we can promote and get more people out to get more participation with. Um, and I believe that is oh, also last but not least, please, everyone watching this, share this stream on your personal page, share it in a Facebook groups you're in. If you, have a, if you have a brand page of your own, just share this video on there. Like, we really need your help reaching more people. So we need all of that shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true, Angela. Um, but, yeah, Mike, tell them where they can find you, man. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Brooklyn. Um, my podcast, the Real Talk Podcast, on major streaming platforms like Spadio. I mean, on Spotify, uh, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts, and many more. Um, definitely go there. Like like Chris said before, hit the subscribe buttons, you know, follow buttons, whatever, and uh, yeah, check check it out. Brother Trump, where can they find you? Yes, I'm K Clay Trump everywhere: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, 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 Clubhouse. All of that hit me up. I mean, like I said, everybody always hit me up and inbox me. Good feedback. I love it. You know, like I said before, I don't want no dudes hit me up. But if you come correct, I will have no problem 
I wouldn't have no problem talking to you because some of you do be weird as fuck, and that's not my <laughs> thing. The ladies keep it coming. Yes, I appreciate you, and I love that y'all appreciate me. So thank you. All of that for everybody. But, you know, fellas, please join the Men Like Us Tribe Facebook group. That is a place for you, place for you to uh, ask your questions, to be accepted. There is no judgment in our room, um, no drama. You know, share, join join the group, share, ask questions, whatever, you know, or just comment on other people's posts, whatever. Just take take part in that. We actually do have some good video chats in there once in a while as well. We kind of do our own little group chat, um, just men. So, but yeah, with all that, I think we are good. And um, we will see all of you guys. Uh, oh, what happened now? Sabrina, what happened? I'm sure there will be autopsy photos which identify. Yes. Sorry, we got angry emojis here. I don't, I don't know what happened. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll find out. Uh, but yeah. All right, everybody. See you next time. Thanks for joining us tonight. And, um, you know, be safe out there. Enjoy Pride.